because you know why? He's a Frankenstein's monster. Ugh, he's grotesque. Oh. <laughs> he's so grotesque. <laughs> this is part of the lore now, is that we have Frankenstein monsters fighting in the U.S. Army. Why well, is this always a challenge? It's always hunting season. It's always hunting season. Before I go off duty, Mr. Haskell, I thought you should know about a party that came in the East Gate this morning. Suspicious-looking bunch? Well, they sure looked weird. Rough-looking man, woman with a cape, some old fella looked like a warmed-over zombie, and a kid. <laughs> I'll have the boys keep an eye out for them. We caught a wild-looking crowd like that last year trying to break into the inn. What kind of a card to have? Fancy hot rod. All hopped up. <laughs> I'll put the word out. Might be a new kind of middle-aged juvenile delinquent. Hello, and welcome to another amazing episode of The Monster Hunters, the only show that dares to shun millions, nay, billions, nay, trillions of hours of original streaming content that is literally being released on what feels like an hourly basis across 50 different networks, all to revisit a nearly 60-year-old sitcom about a Frankenstein monster and his grotesque family. My name is Derek, and I am indeed a monster hunter. Joining me, as he always does, across the aisle, the monster, uh, the monster, uh, the Frankenstein head aisle. I don't remember what we called it, uh, but there he is, Keith. Hey, my name is Keith, and I am a uh, middle-aged juvenile delinquent. Yes, he <laughs> is. I've known him for a long time. He is indeed middle-aged. Uh, and joining us, as always, uh, from the Geolog Geographical Center of the United States, maybe even Geological Center of the United States. Mm. I don't know what maybe. comes out of Kansas, but it's Terry, the Dr. Dre of Kansas. Hello. Yeah, I'm a monster hunter, and I also, I've got a call that I need to answer. Call. It's a, a I got wild the call. call. The call for... I don't know. The call for I, we're in Top Gun season, so I like the need the need for speed. Mm, mm -hmm. The call, the call for wild uh, ball. I don't know. <laughs> There's gall, something there. Crawl. Yeah. The, the call, call for gall. The call for crawl. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I have no idea. I was That's just more trying my to lifestyle, be anyways. Punchy and rhymy mm -hmm. and funny, but man, yeah, I, I think that's accurate. I do have the call for crawl. That's about <laughs> the speed I go. <laughs> <laughs> nice gentlemen how are we this week i'm good man i'm good yeah it's been pretty good so far so good you know gotta squeeze in my monsters fix every once in a while that's nice mm -hmm. very very happy to see actual real uh live monsters as opposed to the animated ones oh yes, thank, thank god thank oh. the lord i don't know who came up with that idea and then also <laughs> at the end of this episode this is the 16th episode of the first season We'll be at the geographical center of the season. <laughs> That's right. Ooh, yeah. All right. Geographical but center. 16 behind us and 16 ahead of the first season. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It feels like we're so we finally feel like we're accomplishing something. Yeah. You know, up, up, up until now, my life is pretty empty. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Nah. And now it's, it's full of monster mayhem. Oh, madness, yes. excitement. Mm -hmm. I'd ha I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. And you're you're younger than us, Terry. So, <laughs> wow. You know, like when they say th uh, this is 
the first day of the rest of your life, you got a yeah. lot more ahead of you, right? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm jealous. You've you've been able to fill up uh, your need in life with the monsters. Uh, mm-hmm. Derek and I didn't discover this till much later in life, obviously. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really actually it's it's an interesting development. I feel like I age about two months every time I watch an episode. <laughs> So, I'm actually catching up to you guys. I think well, you learn you learn about all you learn about all these uh, TV shows from like the 80s and all the and 70s 80s that Derek and I are very familiar with. And so, mm-hmm. like you you start learning about those, and it's like you are adding a few months because you're just accumulating all this knowledge of time, you know, far before you. Yes, the land before time, as they say. Mm-hmm. You're like an old yeah. soul. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, my soul. Regaling be- your friends with tales of monsters. That's right. So here's a question. So since you are, uh, you hang, I assume, with a younger crowd as well. Uh, yeah. Have any of them, like, when you tell them that you're watching this, you know, nearly sixty year old TV show, do they go like, "What the? What are you doing?" <laughs> they seem to think they like the monsters. So I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I oh. was like, well, on our show, they we don't seem really to think they like the monsters. I don't think any of them have revisited it and like years but mm-hmm. you know i think they caught them on like tv land or something back in the day and they're like oh yeah that's a great show i was like well <laughs> it's got its moments i guess you know yeah you know i got a show where recaps of it are much better than the actual episodes so. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's yeah. much longer too oh yeah so yeah, yeah. if you're that's looking right. to fill a solid 90 minutes of monster talk about one single 20 minute episode mm-hmm. look no further yeah and it's also, it's a, you know how I said that you get, I feel like two months older every time, but if you listen to the episode afterwards, it actually reverse ages you. So you're back to where you By two months, you're back yeah. to even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't watch the episode, but just listen, you'd already be 30 months younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you binge them. Two. Yeah. It might Make not be the animated debacle that was oh, last God. Week. That added like two years to my life, I think. Oh, or it took away. It took it away. I didn't gain anything yeah, from you, that. You could, there was no recouping it after that. Nope. That that was a palate cleanser. Is, is our palate's been cleansed? Or, or <laughs> my, no? My palate was scorched with acid. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think my uh, my sense of taste in television is just gone now. Anything oh. looks great after that. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. That's a that's a COVID symptom, isn't it? I think. <laughs> oh yeah. Lot, loss it, of taste. Could be. <laughs> Yeah. Now they're yeah. Are you sick with COVID or did you watch many monsters? That's what the doctors asked me mm-hmm. when I went in. Oh, yeah, that's that's on the questionnaire. Yeah. Have you or anyone you've been in close contact to with watched many monsters in the last two weeks? <laughs> yes. Oh, yep. no, you're fine. Just so go the, home. The priest comes out, uh, throws some holy water yeah. on you. May God have mercy <laughs> on your soul. And then you're able to go in. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, we can't just dive into this. Masterpiece oh, no. Call of the Wild. We got something we got to do. So I've lit a candle. I've got it in my hand. I'm going to go down the dirt, dirty, dusty stone hallway. I'm assuming it's a stone hallway, like one of those archway ones. Oh, yeah. Creaking open the gate, blowing off the cobwebs. There's a spooky, spooky bookshelf filled with spooky, spooky books. Ooh, what, what, else, what, else, what else is on there? Well, I just said spooky, spooky books, but there's a skull and there's mm. like a shrunken head in a jar. An, uh, old, an old telephone book. An old telephone book. Yep, oh, that's on. Oh, yeah. you want to know which spooky books are on there? There's yeah, that, that, you know, just a, just a handful. What else is, is on there? There is that uh, cookbook that every human being owned in the eighties. It's red and white. It's Betty Crocker's uh, something. You know, it's like got the. It looks like a picnic uh, mm-hmm. tablecloth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it folds open. It's like a three ring binder, so you can like open it up and pull the recipes out and stuff like that. 
Uh, that's Ooh. on there for sure. That's good. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a, a My Diary, which was purchased from a, a Scholastic Book Fair, but never written in. Oh, no. Uh, that's mm, plenty plenty that's of those. Yeah. That's the saddest yeah. story ever told. Yeah. The, my it, Diary, bought from Scholastic, never yep. used. And then... Uh, <laughs> Ooh, sh- shine the light over there, Derek. I think that is uh, ooh, novelization of Spaceballs. Novelization nice. of Spaceballs. Of course it is. And mm-hmm. Next to the novelization of E.T., uh, right above the novelization of Romancing the Stone. They're all there. That's a pretty good movie. That's all your top. favorites. I know it is, right? But the centerpiece sitting on the pedestal under a glass dome. Let me lift up that glass dome. Is the Monster Hunter's Almanac. And I'm presenting to Keith, uh, well, Ultra style. For the Monster Hunter's Almanac, factoid, fact, tidbit, sheet, snippet, mm-hmm. psalm of the oh. week. All right, we're going to open to uh, Grandpa, uh, book 7, uh, <laughs> 13. Mm-hmm. Grandpa, and, 7, uh, 13. Yeah, Grandpa, 7, 13. Grandpa's uh, Bella Gente Italian Restaurant. Wait, uh, so I'm excited so, already. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. This is amazing. So, um, so after, you know, obviously a long time being done with the monsters, Al Lewis continued uh, to hold on as being Grandpa Munster uh, for as long as he could. And from 1987 to 1993, uh, you could find it says uh, this quote says the tall, affable Lewis. Um, once a basketball star at Thomas Jefferson High School in East New York. In a restaurant he opened, and it was in uh, Bleecker and Leroy Streets, uh, probably right next to the Sanctum Centorum. Mm-hmm. It's Grandpa's Bella Gente Italian. Uh, he played up the whole monster's thing, letting diners and passerbyers uh, on the corner address him as Grandpa. Uh, it, it did, you know, it did eventually have to close. Oh. Um, no! Let's see. Uh, found an article um, from the St. Louis Post Dispatch. In November of 1987, um, TV's Grandpa and the face on the village window. It uh, the the logo was actually uh, drawn up by uh, Fred Gwynn, and it's a it's a like drawing of a side view of uh, Al Lewis as Grandpa, mm-hmm. uh, Grandpa Munster. Uh, Lewis, 77 at the time that the restaurant opened. Uh, wow. He seats and chats with all the patrons six nights a week. Uh, he says they use the best ingredients possible, the freshest, and they have the we have the best chefs. I don't have cooks; I have chefs. Um, nice. He's apparently a, a meticulous eater, and was ninety ninety five percent vegetarian uh, for like forty to forty five years. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and blood—that's what. It's, oh, of it's, course. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's the other five percent. Uh, think- Fred Fred Gwynn is. Uh, Fred Gwynn's there five percent. <laughs> No, Fred Gwynn uh, showed up uh, every now and then, along with uh, Beverly Owen, uh, also made it there, um, and uh, Eddie uh, Eddie Munster, uh, Butch Patrick, he uh, stopped by the restaurant uh, at times. I looked up, uh, was able to find uh, the menu uh, under appetizers, mozzarella, buffalo con pomodoro. It's a little hard to read because somebody there's a Al Lewis autograph on one part of it and it kind of leaked through the the paper. Yeah. It looks like um, uh, ooh shrimps a la grandpa. That's the only <laughs> one that seems to have his that has, seems to have that on there. Uh, marinated grandpa. by our master chef in special sauce. Oh, hmm. yeah. Um, you could get uh, arugula and radicchio salad. Uh, they have a bunch of pizza. 
Bella Gente Designer Pizza. And one of them is the Munster Pizza, but it's Munster Cheese. Uh, uh, it's Capers, Black Olives, and Munster Cheese. That sounds disgusting. That sounds kind of good. Yeah. Capers? Capers are like little hard, salty flavored. They things. are. They're like little rocks. Mm. Pizza Primavera. Oh, it's fish. Is that capers are fish? Oh, too, are they right? fish? Oh, that's even worse. I bet they um, are fish. Hmm. I think so. No, there's the little like little seeds, like little yeah. seeds. Yeah. Uh, pizza Al uh, Fungi is a it's a, a pizza with uh, cultivated mushrooms on it. There's a pizza primavera that has zucchini, carrots, broccoli, and tomato. Oh, interesting. Uh, pizza L for uh, formaggi, yeah, formaggi blanca. Okay. It's um, white with Italian, yeah, with like garlic sauce. It's got uh, uh, gorgonzola, parsley, some other stuff on there. Let's see. Then uh, they got uh, you know just all the rest of your normal stuff. I'm looking to see if there's anything else that has uh, monster or anything in it, but for the most part, it is uh, cano- cannoli al forno, homemade cannoli stuffed with spinach and meat, a creamy red sauce, gamberi a la grandpa, grandpa's favorite, uh, <laughs> shrimps rolled in prosciutto, dipped in egg batter, and cognac sauce. Hmm, okay. That sounds, that sounds pretty good. There's just some basics there, and again, it, it was open until, uh, so for like six years there. No, and that's not too bad. I was kind of expecting it to be more gimmicky than it was. All it really seems like he's just playing into like the yeah, yeah. Restaurant. I yeah. yeah, I really expected that like every Maryland's something or other and Lily's something, you know, all that whole thing. I, I kind of expected that, especially because it says, you know, one of the things says that he really kind of uh, leaned into the whole monstrous thing yeah. and something like that. But I guess it just it meant that he was like, "Hey, I'm here and I'll yeah. sign things," says Grandpa and stuff like yeah. that. Call me yeah. Grandpa. Come mm-hmm. get some Italian food. Call me Grandpa. Yeah, yeah. So I was also, as I found this, I was looking around. I was hoping there'd be a cookbook too, but I did not see one. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see if there's anything else uh, special uh, or 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 in there. So uh, I will uh, take the book and I will. So just real quick, uh, two fifty two Bleecker Street, which is where you said it was at, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, a two minute walk from seventeen. 17- uh, 177 Bleecker Street, which is where Doctor Strange is at. Nice. nice. Wow, that's that's very fitting. And Bleecker Street, that bleak, that sounds like something straight out of the Munsters. That's where they live, you know. Oh, I bet you. I bet you that's one of the reason he picked it specifically. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. We got a we got space over here on Sunnydale. No, 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 no. gotta be Bleecker. <laughs> Gloomy Lane. Uh, mm-hmm, yeah. Residential. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Do that. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, but now so, now that we've had a, a full belly. Yeah, you know what they I just say, you know what yeah. they say? Once you fill up on your stomach, yeah, like you yeah, wait thirty minutes before you go swimming, but fuck that. Oh, We're no. going to the deep. Uh on the boat, trolling out to the uh to the international waters, and we're mm-hmm. gonna put on our scuba. Take easy. I ate tomatoes, uh, grandpa shrimp. Whew. Yeah. Take a deep breath, suck in your gut, squeeze into that scuba gear because you mm-hmm. know so much pasta. It's gonna be a tight fit this heavy time. cream sauce, it's tough to fit back in. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Never go down to the depths of hell with Captain Terry for another <laughs> skooma. All right. So, yeah, the episode we're talking about is Grandpa's Call of the Wild. Uh, it was directed by Earl No Strain Bellamy. He's back. I knew that name was going to be awesome. <laughs> I saw it. I'm like, that's right. Yep. He's, he's returned. 
He's known for that because he likes to have a nice, easygoing set. Mm-hmm. They're strain needed. Making TV shows is hard enough, so I add anything to it, you know? For sure. Um, but, you know, we mentioned him a couple times on the show. He did Tin Can Man, Herman the Great. Um, both episodes, I think we liked both of those a decent amount. Mm-hmm. Enough, um, yeah. yeah. Tin Can Man, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, he's also got a few coming up. Uh, and he, I think he actually directed one of the Munsters movies that we'll probably end up watching eventually. So mm. that'll be exciting. Oh. I'm How sure dare we'll get you. there. How dare you start throwing that around? <laughs> Um, he was known for uh, his work in the Western genre, and he even won the Golden Boot Award in 2002 from the Motion Picture Ad Television Fund. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is, for Western uh, movies? Yeah, hmm. it's an award specifically honoring people for contributions to the genre. So. Oh, the Golden Boot. Yeah, the Golden Boot Award. Didn't know it existed, but good for him. That's awesome. Golden Boot also sounds like it. Some like Golden Corral knockoff, and it could be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'd go eat at the Golden Boot. That sounds like mm-hmm. a bar, maybe. Yeah. Uh, this episode was written by Joan Connolly and Bob Mosher. We have spoken about these guys at length. Um, mm-hmm. They wrote. They've written twenty nine episodes of the Monsters, so we'll be seeing them again. Uh, they also helped create Leave It to Beaver, which is probably their biggest claim to fame. Blah blah blah. You know, we we don't need to talk about it. They, we see these guys almost half the time. We float down into the the depths. So. Yep. Whatever. You figure they'd be their corpses would be skeletonized by now. <laughs> nope. They're not. They're hanging. The, in there. the the energy that the the monsters gives them sustains them as well. So. <laughs> We've got a couple guest stars. Uh, once again, classic. Uh, kind of just picked a couple guys that I felt like had the biggest roles. Uh, we got Ed Peck as Williard and Don Haggerty as Mr. Haskell. Um, Ed Peck. He has 130 acting credits on IMDb, going from 1950 to 1983. He generally just, you know, one-off roles on TV, but every once in a while he got to be, like, a returning character. He was an office clerk for all ten episodes of The Super, which is about, you know, a super that works at an apartment complex, and he's raising his teenage son. Um, he has superpowers? Nope, it's just, you know... Just superintendent? And that yep, one yep, classic oh, well. sitcom. Yeah. Missed opportunity there. That's huge missed opportunity. I bet there would be more than ten episodes if they had done that. Yes. Um... He was also in four of the five episodes of Semi-Tough, which starred David Hasselhoff. As a superhero? Um, <laughs> a superhero known as Semi-Tough? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what an intimidating superhero name. <laughs> Look out, it's Semi-Tough. It's Missed power, opportunity you know? there again. <laughs> He's kind of tough sometimes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'd even call him Semi-Tough. <laughs> I'll take those That's odds. an origin story right there. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's a, a newspaper ar- article, and it so becomes a headline. Semi-tough hero saves the day. <laughs> hero or menace. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Semi-tough. If he uh, was fully tough, then he'd probably be more menace than mm, Yeah, yeah. But it's about actually about roommates who play pro football, and uh, Ed, he oh. played the coach. So mm. That's interesting. He was also in a uh, long-running show called Happy Days. Where he was in nine episodes as police officer Kirk, who is also a superhero. <laughs> I think he was trying to like figure out the secret behind Semi Tough. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. well, if he's not a superhero, that's a missed opportunity. That show will never succeed. No, never. <laughs> yeah, he was in one episode of Laverne and Shirley as Packer fan. Oh, <laughs> nice. It's, my, it's the wor- worst uh, worst role he's ever played. Yeah, well, we've also got Don Haggerty. He's got 210 acting credits on IMDb. He goes from 1946 to 2017. His credits are pretty similar. Um, you know, he's got minor roles in film, sometimes uncredited. 
a lot of one-off TV stuff. Uh, I was surprised to see that he was in 21 episodes of Death Valley Days, but played a different character every single time. Hmm. It's apparently one Mm -hmm. of the longest Western series ever, and it was like originally a radio play or radio drama, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it. Um, and there's like 452 episodes of that, so that's pretty impressive. What if he was the same character every time? Just he was a shape shifting superhero, like Nightcrawler. <laughs> wow, he just really adds one of these guys being a superhero, huh? It could be, you know. Yeah, he's some sort of yeah, like uh, body snatcher. Like he crashed down from space and he's, oh, like, taking yeah. over like the thing. Oh yeah, he's an inhabitant, new person every time. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was in Bat Masters since you know Igor likes him. Oh yeah, Igor's gonna love this guy. I was trying to look for like some more popular stuff that he was in, but uh, of course I got distracted by something kind of weird. You know, we like to talk about like sentient cars. I feel like on the show we brought it up several times. You know, Herbie Just and all recently, that. Yes. Yeah, Turbo Teen, all this fun stuff. Um, well, well, what if your mom was a car? <laughs> yep, because that's the show I found called My Mother the Car. Oh, you know what they? You know when they say like. Um, Here's the name of a movie, and it asks you the question. <laughs> so that's what this says. My mom, the car, asks the questions. What if your mom was a car? <laughs> yes. I love it. Try, it. it tries to tackle those deep, yeah, underlying yeah. layers and themes. Um, Don Haggerty is only in two episodes. but I, How many episodes are there all together? Oh, I think there's only like thir- There's like two seasons, Three. actually. <laughs> yeah, that's semi-decent. 30. 30, yeah. So it went on for a little bit. But I wanted to read the lyrics to the show intro to kind of give you guys a vibe of what it's about. Uh-huh. Um, so everybody knows in the second life, we all come back sooner or later as anything from a pussycat to a man-eating alligator. Well, you may all think my story is more fiction than it's fact, but believe it or not, my mother, dear, decided she'd come back as a car. She's my very own guiding star. And 19, <laughs> a 1928 porter... That's my mother, dear, because she helps me through everything I do, and I'm so glad she's near. My mother, the car. Beautiful. That's remarkable. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. It seemed, I don't know really the logistics of how the mother came to possess the car. I don't know if she was, like, already dead and, like, decided to change her body or what. Um, but I don't think we actually need to know. <laughs> Just, she's a car. Yeah. I had yeah. to think that her superhero power was to transfer <laughs> <into> her car. <laughs> to transfer her soul. Yeah. Or maybe it was yeah. like a turbo teen thing. Maybe she literally transformed, melted her body down. And, Man, yeah. she just couldn't figure out how to change back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an issue. It seems to be a common issue, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I saw a review of, of like a guy claiming he was the writer, um, and he says... Claiming. He, uh, so it was on IMDb, and yeah, it was just like a guy who's like, hey, I was a writer for this show, and you know, he admits that it was one of the worst sitcoms in the history of TV, but he's proud of the cult status that say. it's achieved. Mm. Yeah, so wow. apparently it also airs on Mother's Day on TV Land every, every time, so nice. Really? Every Mother's Day you get that? I guess so, yeah. Wow. slowly rise our way back. I'm already bobbing oh, on the oh, surface. I got, I, got, I got one more skooma thing oh, here. Oh, we're diving back down. What's Christ, up? Keith. I, uh, no, there's one, there's, one more, uh, there's one more person uh, guest in this episode, and uh, it is Bing Russell. He plays the second ranger, and uh, he is the father of uh, Kurt Russell. Oh, wait. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. I'm still bobbing uh, on the surface. <laughs> Yep. 
That's all right, Derek. I'll, we'll we'll pass the message up. Keith recorded. Oh, I, it I heard it. Oh, Keith did Morse code by tugging on the 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 airline. All right. So yep. I'm like, oh, huh? Ming Russell. Mm-hmm. I'm writing it down. Father, father of Kurt Russell. Holy shit! And, and Wyatt Russell's grandfather then. Oh yeah, oh, man, that's true. It makes sense. It's weird how that works. Who the hell's Wyatt Russell? Uh, yeah. the guy who um plays the bad Captain America in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And he was originally up for the Captain America, the original Captain America role. He didn't get it. Oh, he's an overlord too, I think. The zombie World War Two movie. He oh. is. He is. Yep. Well, there you go. Uh, he's a couple other things too, and I actually uh, I like him also. He's in the Under the Banner of Heaven, which I just started watching. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I like the guy. He seems pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool indeed. Mm-hmm. Almost as cool as uh, this episode. <laughs> I had no way to segue a chord properly. But we are indeed what? I said that works. Oh, okay. I think he said, of course. Like, uh, here's a dig. It's like, don't make me come across this Frankenstein headed aisle. I will do mm. that. Uh, Roger Ebert style. Give you the the edit, the uh, reviewer's elbow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did Robert S- Ebert do Siskel, Siskel and Ebert. That was tag, his finisher, tag, yeah. Tag Roger teams. Ebert's finisher was the reviewer's elbow. Yeah. Uh, Roger Ebert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Gene Siskel had had the bald headed stunner, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and then right. Ro- Roger Ebert off the top rope, boom, mm-hmm. it's over. I always loved episodes when they disagreed. Oh, uh, not just like mildly disagreed, but mm-hmm. they would get angry at one another. And those it's amazing. I've watched some clips of their reviews where they get just yeah, and they're like yelling at each other mm-hmm. <laughs> over That's film. Great. I understand, yeah. uh-huh. but man, yeah. all right. So we're talking about season one, episode sixteen, Grandpa's Call of the Wild. Now I got—I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember. So last episode we watched the Mini Monsters fiasco. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the previous episode we liked, right? What was it called? It was definitely better than the one before that. But what was that one? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. It's—it's right it's all a blur here. I can. It uh, is all a blur. Uh, gra- grandpa, no, Grandpa leaves home. We we were annoyed by that episode. Oh, we hated that one. No, Herman's Rival was the last one. Herman's oh, Rival, oh, her, yeah, yeah oh, oh, cousin Le- cousin Lester, yeah, cousin yeah. Lester yep. had the greatest yep. three minutes in the show's history so far. <laughs> yeah, sorry, there's right. so many times Grandpa leaves, I can't, I can't keep yeah, up with exactly. it. Exactly, right? So this one's Grandpa's Call of the Wild. So it's we had a we had a reprieve from Grandpa, and now we're back to Grandpa-centered story. Its original air date, the first one of 1965, is January 7th, and it Ew. gets a seven eight. It's somewhat lofty 7.6 on IMDb. Now, Not the bad. IMDb description, I think, gives away too much, so I took the one from Amazon. Herman decides to take the family on a camping trip. Perfect. That's what yeah, we've been in TV Guide. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all you need right there. And this one opens up with Herman. Well, there's a clanging at the front door, and Lily answers it. It's Herman. He forgot his keys. He was at work. He just mm-hmm. got home. And there's some morgue jokes in there who uh, whatever <laughs> uh eddie wants to go camping he's in the way he's in the front room waiting for herman to get home to say let's go camping pop the kids were bragging about hunting and fishing in the woods and eddie only gets to go on picnics in the cemetery <laughs> okay he's running through the house with a cleaver by the way is he well man leave it to cleaver. Oh, I that he knows what to do mm. so lily says you know what 
we could put up with some fresh air for Eddie's sake. And Herman's yeah. kind of jazzed for the idea. He said, oh, yeah. let's do it this weekend. And if work piles up, they could put it on ice. Another morgue joke. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. Your funeral home joke, I guess. Uh, but guess what? Marilyn has to stay home to study. Uh, yeah, mm. I was like, she's not even going to be in this issue. No, nope. but... but Grandpa will go. He loves to be close <laughs> to the soil. Of course. It's like does. I think this is like hazing for Pat Priest. It's like, yeah. yeah. Maybe she just wasn't available. Who knows? Yeah. So Herman thinks they'll all enjoy it. It's good for the monsters to get out and meet nature face to face, which gets a laugh. And the Lily, for some reason, is holding flowers. Yeah. And Herman smells them and they wilt. Yeah. They die immediately. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Then we get the banger, which still bangs and is still the same new order. Ugh. Yep. Still not Are you guys used to, used to bangs, it yet? Or are you still bangs, bangs so much that. Uh, when Peacock says you like you click skip, I don't skip. Like, why would you? It's no, like trying to skip to the opening to Peacemaker. Why would you do that? It's oh dumb. yeah, that's true. It's like trying to skip through the uh, through the theme of Barry, and it's only like five seconds long. I still love it. <laughs> yeah, Barry or the Gary Shandling show. Mm-hmm. You don't skip those. You relish in them. Oh yes, Ducktales. Like, woo! I'm no fool. I'm gonna listen to this. So we come back. Herman, Lily, and Marilyn are hanging out the front door. Herman and Lily are like dressed for vacation. Yes. Herman's wearing like a full like hunter's garb. It's mm-hmm. amazing. I like that. He got the weird hat on. Mm-hmm. Uh, two very goggles. different vaca- two very different vacations though. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Grandpa Marilyn's Lily's like, oh Grandpa and Eddie have already packed the car, they're gonna bring it around. And when it pulls around, it's got a casket and skis. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what they're planning, but it's not camping. No, yeah. I'm just happy to see oh. this car show up and they're actually going to yeah, drive yeah. around in it. This they seems like it's been it forever. They're going for a ride. There's, there's a casket, there's skis, uh, Grandpa's electric chair, I think it's yeah. in there. It's, it's in there somewhere. I didn't see it, but it's in there. Plus a tent and all the other like camping yeah. stuff. It's crazy. They do something here now where they set up an entire B-plot. Mm-hmm. And then they don't do anything with it. Because Marilyn's staying back, and they're like, "Well, make sure you t- well don't. Hopefully, you won't be frightened all by yourself." And she's like, "In this friendly old house, <laughs> hilarious, hilarious." And then they're like, "Make sure to feed Spot. Take care of Spot. This is very important. Oh, Take yes. care of Spot." And then they're like, "Well, he practically feeds himself since he learned to open up the food with his fangs." You're like, mm-hmm. "Okay." And, but Herman's like, no, no, keep an eye on him because last time he ate the grandfather clock and he ticked for eight days, <laughs> which I I wrote dot dot dot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so the mysterious B plot is just you just want to see Marilyn trying to. So this is this is it. We're set up. I'm like, oh, I can't wait till we cut back to see what Marilyn's doing with Spot. So now we see the Shadow Pine Park. And by the way, I I like the I my first thought was, oh, Marilyn's gonna have a house party. And, oh. and like maybe they'll cut back and we'll get to see like Marilyn doing crazy stuff. And like Spot escapes or something, like gets Ugh. out during the party yeah. or something. Something, yeah. Some with Spot. Mm-hmm. So we'll see that probably one more time before the commercial break, and then probably wrap it up uh, somewhere in the second. Uh, the, well, I guess it would be the third act, the cold open first, uh, so, and then third, and then fi- maybe in the wrap up we'll see hear about it. So I'm looking forward to those moments. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'd probably be great. Oh, yeah, I would love a spot. <laughs> We're at the Shadow Pine 
park at the campgrounds and the rangers are checking in people at the campgrounds ranger one he looked familiar he camped here before ranger two ah, they all look the same and then up pulled the monsters <laughs> they don't all look the same uh nope. herman just silently hands over some cash the guy <laughs> says here you go and they drive off you yep. At which I enjoyed this, and then the guy's like 14 years in my park. I've never seen anything that looked like that. Like, <laughs> and here's the thing I guess the black and white takes away from it because Herman had a hat on his head and yeah. a coat on and goggles and goggles, and he's just driving a weird car for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he didn't look strange. I thought right? he looked a little weird. He looked like, like a, a steampunk or something. Yes. <laughs> But I guess without the skin color of uh, that, it's lost in black and white. I mean, it doesn't look green, right? That's so true. Yeah. He's just kind of a weird dude with his weird wife and yeah. a coffin <laughs> in a souped up weird car. We've seen him look a lot scarier. Yeah. Yeah. A big weird dude before. Oh, yeah. So but they haven't seen anything like that in 14 years. I'm like, well, it's, we got to report it to the boss. I can't remember what his name was uh, because they look suspicious. And then they said this. And I'm assuming this is something very topical that just flew right over my head. You don't think that was a UCLA debating team on tour, do you? Yeah, that was. I'm like, what? That's that's a very like all oh, those damn hippies. Yep, uh, kids these days. Yeah, because yeah. this was this was pre summer of love, right? So I think it was just starting to bubble college campuses and and. Weird but also, stuff. none of them look like college kids. <laughs> No, heavens no. No, they all look incredibly old. <laughs> yeah, they've got grandpa. I there. mean, grandpa maybe looks like the professor of the UCLA <laughs> yeah. college debate team, maybe. I don't know. But like mm-hmm. overall, like that's like a weird comment to make. Yeah, I don't know. So now we get the monsters setting up camp. And I really enjoyed this whole exchange here. Mm-hmm. Herman's pounding in the stakes to put at the tent. Uh, grandpa, for some reason, brought his electric chair because it's sitting mm-hmm. there and he's sitting in it. Boy, what a weird thing to bring camping. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So, but then he, Grandpa goes, don't pound steaks when I'm around. You know how it gives me heartburn. That's like, okay, because he's a vampire, <laughs> right? Yep. He's mm-hmm. pounding wood steaks in the ground. Then Herman goes, oh, okay. So he just pushes them in with his finger, which I thought was great. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oddly, oh. like pushing them in with his finger seemed a lot easier than hammering yes. them in. So he why did he hammer, hammer him in the first place? Very inefficient. But <laughs> he was having with the finger. He's having yeah. fun though. He was like giggling away as he hit the mm-hmm. stakes. He's like, so then Lily starts to criticize where Herman put the tent. You should put it in the shade to take advantage of the gloom. Grandpa says, "Well, you should have said it earlier, woman. Right? Like, yeah, get off the get off the big man's back, like Grandpa." Not up for it. But Herman's like, oh, no, it's my fault. I'll take care of it. And I really enjoyed this. It it went on way too long, but mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this because he's instead of moving the tent, he gets up and moves a tree, pulls yeah. the tree <laughs> out of the ground, which when they showed the, like, the shot up of the tree, it was like a redwood. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he big. pulls it out of the ground. Very weak root structure. I'm surprised that tree didn't fall over on its own. Because uh, it's like a three, it's it almost it almost looked like a painted mop hanging off the bottom, <laughs> just like just dangling there. Yeah, yeah. So he pulls this tree out of the ground, and Lily's like, Herman moves it over by the tent. He's like, here. And Lily's like, no, maybe to the left. No, maybe to the right. No, back. 
Nope, forward. Nope, back. And then Herman is carrying a thousands of pounds tree, right? This thing is mm-hmm. enormous. And he's just straining the look on his face. And the finally, she's like, okay, right there, which is right where it was initially he was going to put it. Yeah. In, yep. Yep. Which I really enjoyed. Yeah. And then he puts it in. Smushes it back into the dirt, <laughs> and the tree clearly takes root again. <laughs> An egg falls out of the tree under Herman's head. Yeah, he says, "If there's anything I hate, it's a smart aleck robin." What a weird, yeah, he yeah. hates that, huh? Okay. Uh, also, they they liked how they kept like doing the little cutback to the to like a bird. Yep. Obviously, not a bird in that tree. It's just like nope. a random shadow just of a bird. bird. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of funny. I like the egg <clears throat> falling on his head. And that whole that whole little exchange mm-hmm. was entertaining. I was like, that's pretty good. Did you notice Grandpa in the background when they're like discussing about like moving the shade or whatever? Grandpa's like hitting a ball with a tennis racket just like constantly. <laughs> I yeah, <laughs> I don't know what he was doing, but he just he was like he's having the time of his life in the background, just bouncing this ball up and down. You while know, discussing this episode has some interesting background work in it <laughs> from the main characters. Mm-hmm. We'll get to some in a minute. So that. Then we cut to the ranger. He's telling Haskell, that's the boss, about a weird-looking bunch. A woman with a cape and some old fellow that looked like a warmed-over zombie. And a kid. That's (laughs) what we watched, right? I really wish he would have said, and some old fellow who looks like a penguin. Yep. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. So we get to that, and that was the clip that we played up top. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I'd forgot that I played that clip. So we get that. And I was like, okay. And we cut back to Eddie and Herman. They're going to go fishing, and Herman's going to teach Eddie how to cast. He's like, just reach back and let it rip. And so Herman cast it, and it goes. And, th- and goes. This one went way too long. And it goes. And it goes. They keep cutting to Herman's hands, and you see the 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 crank on the reel spinning, and Herman, mm-hmm. you know, standing there, and it goes. 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 And it keeps going. And Herman gets us looking at his face like, hmm, 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 smiling, gr- giggling, and like <laughs> yes. being a little scared, a little shocked. Mm-hmm. It just keeps going. It's going. And it literally had to be about a minute. I wish we would have timed it. It was long. It was, yeah. It was long. And then we cut to a couple of, I, I wrote schnooks because I know it's not a slur. <laughs> so meanwhile, there's a couple of schnooks and they're grilling at a campfire and they have a cast iron pan full of fish on the campsite. Like, well, it's yep. almost ready. Let's go tell the girls. So they get up and leave. And then Herman's lure lands in the cast iron skillet with a fish. <laughs> Love this. And then they cut back to Eddie and, and Herman. It's like, gee, Pop, I can't even see where I went. And reel it in and see what you got. So the Herman's like, that was a, one of my weaker casts or something. Like that. <laughs> I don't even brag. know. <laughs> so Herman starts reeling it in. And they cut back, and the hook snags one of the fish out of the campfire or the campfire skillet, and they reels it in. Now, judging by the amount of time that lure flew, it had to be like a mile, <laughs> like yes, so much, so far away. So I mean, far. all the way, all the, all the way to the other side of the lake. I, yes. it's got to be a pretty big lake there. So Herman reels in this this freshly cooked fish. It didn't take him that long. And then he's like, wow, that's the neatest fish I've ever seen. It seems to already be cooked. And Herman's like, oh, they must have a lot of hot springs around here. So it's not all soggy and damp and gross mm-hmm. or eaten by other fish because it'd be pulled through the lake, right? Mm-hmm. Just a nice, freshly yeah. cooked fish. There's no, like, twigs sticking off of it or anything. Yeah. And Herman's like, oh, I'm going to cast again. And he's like, how about over that way? And then... 
we cut to Herman and Eddie coming back to the campfire. We're ready to eat. And Lily's like, oh, did you catch three more fish? I don't know how she knew about the other fish because they just cast it again. And Herman's like, even better. And he pulls up a still steaming barbecued chicken. <laughs> I like yeah. that too. A nice rotisserie chicken, right? Yeah. yeah. And Lily's like, oh, barbecued chicken. And and Grandpa's like, oh, it looks delicious. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then Herman's like, I, I knew the, the camp whatever the they were stuck at this lake but this is the best fishing spot i've ever seen <laughs> then herman decides he's to go back because he's got the chicken now he's going to try for some dumplings yep and he laughs at his I, own joke oh yeah. god he laughs really they, hard at that. you know what this is you know, we always complain about how at the end they can't seem to like land land mm-hmm. a joke properly this one that's one step too far like the the thing about man this is the best docked lake i've mm-hmm. seen in a while that's a good line just move on from it you don't have to I'm going to go get some dumplings now. Yeah, the dumpling <laughs> line was like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. So now we cut to it's nighttime. And Eddie, for some reason, is going to bed. The, yeah, the, the sun is, the moon is still up. Yep. It's nighttime and the monsters are going to bed. Yeah. Is this a thing they do? Yeah. He, Eddie's in his tent. You don't see him. He's behind closed tent. And, and Eddie goes, wake me up for thunder and lightning. I don't want to miss him. All right. So Lily's like, close up your sleeping big bag, and you hear a coffin close. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, which I I guess I thought the coffin that was in the car was going to be for Grandpa, but no, it's, must be it's Eddie's. actually Freddy. Yeah. So Eddie said, wake me up for any thunder or lightning. I don't want to miss him. He closes up his coffin. Lily walks three feet over to the campfire, and then it starts thundering and lightning. <laughs> and she doesn't go back to tell him. Nope. 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 And he doesn't she's... hear it. He must distracted be by really uh, fast. distracted by very large marshmallows. Yes. So, oh, I forgot to mention background work. When Herman was casting and Ed, talking to Eddie, Lily was in the background doing stuff. I don't know what she was doing, but she was always <laughs> in the shot, and she was like just moving stuff around on the table. It was making me laugh. Hmm. All right, so busy, we get back. Lily's at the campfire, mm-hmm. sits next to Herman, and we immediately hear some thunder. And they're like, oh, it's a beautiful night. Hopefully the moon doesn't come out and spoil it. <laughs> so Grandpa starts pining for the days in the the old days in the Black Forest. Right? <laughs> okay. And then Herman, level-headed as always, literally, says, Grandpa, you live too <laughs> nice. much in the past. Grandpa says, I had a lot of friends of Transylvanians. Then a wolf howls. <laughs> and Herm, I think Herman says, Grandpa, that's your problem. Yes. Like, really zings into him, like, oh, wait a minute, we're on a nice little camping trip. Where's this coming from? Yeah, well, Grandpa's always talking about the, the old days. And Herman lets him know, I'm tired of it, old man. <laughs> Shut up, old man. Get with the times. Yep. It's 1964, goddammit. Or wait, hold on. It's 1965, goddammit. I had to <laughs> scroll just to remember. <laughs> so you're living in the past, old man. Grandpa says he had a lot of friends in Transylvania. Then a wolf howls. He's like, there's one now. <laughs> okay. But then Lily says, this is America, and you can't go on your running around at night with a pack of good-for-nothings, <laughs> yes. which I enjoyed. Yeah. And Herman says, uh, last time you did that, he came back with muddy paws. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Grandpa, rules, rules. He's so upset. He's so upset. It's like, this is vacation, isn't it? I just want to go out one night to howl. Yeah, he wants to, he wants to hang out with the boys. Mm-hmm. 
It's like I need a need a boys night out, and yep. you squares are holding me back. Mm-hmm. Also, he's like, "This is vacation. I can actually get this." The man just stays around the house. He could go do run around and howl whenever he wanted to. People, he doesn't have a job or anything. He's not going to the parlor or anything during the day. He's just messing around with this, you know, stuff in his lab. Yep. Yeah. Go get a little vacation at home mm. up in the woods somewhere, and you could go do this all the time. Yeah. He's got to win a million dollars first, though. Yeah. Ah, yeah. That's what's holding him back. But then after we get that, we get another. And I just realized that I'm sitting here that if this were a different era. Herman Munster is Peter Griffin because he's like the last time you ended up in Kansas City with that police dog, right? Boom. And then you see and a, we get a flashback a cut away to Grandpa, yeah. you know, putting the moves on a police dog in Kansas City with some barbecue. Oh, that was a weird line because yeah, there's like no context. So I was just like, okay, yeah. I guess I, that's fun to imagine, I guess. But I wish, <laughs> yep. But they do this a lot, right? Especially with Grandpa and his transformations. So, yep. but Grandpa's, he's just homesick. And then Herman yawns. I'm going to go to bed because I want to get up in the morning bright and early to catch an omelet or a pizza or something, <laughs> which I, I chuckled at that. <laughs> but Herman and Lily, they're going to bed at night. Not very monstery or 100% monstery. I don't know. Yeah, depends on the episode, I guess. Yeah. But Grandpa, you know, I'm going to stay up for a while and listen to the call of the wild. <laughs> and the wolves keep howling. Like a lot, mm-hmm. like to the point where if if a normal person was in that campground, I think you'd be worried about wolves. Yeah, it's time to leave. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then Grandpa, he looks around and then he calls Howls back, mm-hmm. which Yikes. was very. They didn't even try to make it look semi-real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little goofy looking. Yeah, hmm. nice try. I thought he was at least. I thought he was gonna like make the noise himself. Nope. It, it was a straight up just the howl, the recorded howl, yep. and him lip syncing to it. Like the same howl we've heard over and over again already. So then we come back from the commercial break, and Herman is asleep in his tent. His foot, his feet are out one end, and then his head is all the way on the other end. In a way, which make you go, "Wow, Herman's twenty feet tall." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a very long tent. It was. He's a big man. Yeah. And then Lily comes running in all concerned. And then I paused it. I didn't even see what happened next. Because then I wrote, Lily wakes him up all concerned because Grandpa is gone again. <laughs> he ran away. Yep. This is three times <laughs> in four episodes where Grandpa has left. Yep. And yep. Lily is all concerned. And I'm just like, Jesus. They couldn't think of anything. <sighs> Well, Grandpa never went to bed. His his sleeping bag was still rolled up. And then Eddie comes out. What about when he like go hang from a tree or something? Yeah. And just get in a tent. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's all different. Yeah, we should be hanging upside down uh, like Igor from a tree or whatever. Or just passed out. Or like, or like he does when he's at home. Like, yeah. Hang upside down. Yeah, he just sleeps upside down. You're right. Luckily, Eddie's got his radio with him. He's like, hey, I found a station. I didn't think I'd be able to get one out here. And it's rock and roll. It's Probably so from the loud. Mini Monsters. Yeah, it could be the Mini Monsters. This could be the inspiration <laughs> for Mini Monsters. Mm-hmm. But Herb and Lily, oh, we just can't figure out where Grandpa's gone. We don't know what to do. And then there's a break <laughs> in the radio. An important news flash. Yep. Wolf captured. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Dateline, 1965, wolf captured outside of campground. Not any kind of wolf, Transylvania wolf, full grown. Officials are baffled. Herman rolls his eyes because he put two and two together and realizes it's grandpa. Eddie wants to go to the ranger station and pet grandpa. Like, oh. <laughs> Did not oh, save him, just pet him. Oh, that was another part about the, 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 the news break. Uh, the like park rangers have him at the park ranger station. You know, like yep. that's we're gonna keep him right there. Like oh, thank God this happened because we couldn't be able to know, couldn't have progressed plot in any way. <laughs> uh, so Eddie wants to go pet the ranger or, <laughs> or pet the wolf at the ranger station <laughs> or pet the ranger. Uh, Who knows? Uh, yeah. Lily wants to know what are we gonna do, and then Herman level headed again. <laughs> I'm going fishing. Yeah, Herman does not care one nope. bit that Grandpa's mm-hmm. trapped and may never escape. <laughs> yep. It's on him, man. It's on him. Yeah. We told him not to do it. Exactly. And he says this. He's a grown man several hundred, several hundreds of years old. If he can't control himself, he should join Werewolves Anonymous. <laughs> I guess and, so. He's not a werewolf. <laughs> well, he turns so. in, into a Transylvanian wolf. He does, but but he's uh, a little bit of everything. Yeah. He's an amalgamation of all things. So then Lily's like, "Fuck you, flathead! If you are not going to do anything, I will." So Lily runs oh, off. And I gets wish she would have actually said that to him. Fuck you, flathead! <laughs> Fuck you, flathead! Go get my. I'm gonna go get my father right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's my father. She said that too. I'm like, well, no shit. We know it's grandpa, <laughs> and we know he's your father. So, but I think they said that there for the new viewer who might not oh. understand the relationship, right? Yeah, that's like, true. Like, oh, that's my father because, well, we'll get there in a minute. Lily cruises off. Back at the ranger station. Well, no sign of the weirdos. <laughs> like, <laughs> have you seen him? No, nah, haven't seen him one bit. And then there's the rev of the monster coach in the background. They're like, I think some jets are buzzing us again, which was weird. <laughs> the need for speed. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nope. It's Lily and the monster coach. And they're like, look at that car. And there's something getting out of it. It's a woman. And it looks like she's still in her sleeping bag because yeah. Lily's got that big cloaky thing on that she wears. So Lily comes in to claim the wolf. Oh, he's your wolf? <laughs> no, he's my father. He's my father. I love and that line. <laughs> they both look at the rangers, look at one another and like, ah, he's out back. Let's go take a look. Like, at that moment, if you were the run of the Rangers, would you be like, okay, and then yeah. you just uh, dial 911 or whatever at the time. Yeah. yeah. And as soon as, as soon as she walks out ahead, the guy's like, did you hear her? She says, father? Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Oh, whatever. So Lily's out there scolding the wolf. You yeah. change yourself back into person. Drive me back to camp. Then the wolf whines. What do you mean you forgot how? And the two rangers the whole time are listening to this whole conversation. <laughs> they're like, uh, and they're just letting it go. Mm-hmm. And they're like, man, let's see how this rule plays out. It's like the judge in a TV show. I'll allow it. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> let's see where this is going. You're on yep. thin ice, counselor. So that's what's happening here. Rangers letting it go. Uh, you've been doing this for 200 years. And the rangers, okay, they're done. They're like, okay. Uh, so Lily wants to take him. They say, nah, he's ours. Uh, and Lily's like, you would keep a father from his family or something like that. <laughs> she basically calls him homewreckers. 
Yeah. Uh, and that's not very American of you. But gra- grandpas, I mean, they don't have time. Like, this thing's headed out, headed out headed immediately. Out tomorrow. So, yeah. listen, our hands are tied. Uh, we caught this Transylvanian wolf. The New York City Zoo wants him. And he's going out tomorrow. And then the wolf whines loudly. And then Lily, very upset. I've never heard anything like this in all my lives. <sighs> but Lily does this. I'm going to go back. I'm going to get my husband. I'm like, oh, okay. And then she storms off. And she's, see you later. And she leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. You know, crazy, crazy old bat. Uh, so the head ranger says, why couldn't the parks department assign me to Squirrel Valley where all of the nuts are up in the trees? Which Damn. I loved the idea of a Squirrel Valley park. It's just a park that's a valley just run rampant by squirrels. I love mm-hmm. it. I love that too. Yeah. It's like that joke on the, the Simpsons where it's like, and they sent us to Monster Island. I thought it was just the name. It is. It's a peninsula, right? So <laughs> that's what it kind of felt like to me. All right. Squirrel Valley. Mm-hmm. I love it. That could be a spinoff. That could be another 1965 show. Squirrel Valley. The Squirrel where, Valley. Yeah. <laughs> like a couple of rangers. Are, all the nuts there. aren't in the trees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good right. tagline. So now we get this point where Lily comes back. <laughs> Lily, you want me to go trespassing on government property and steal Grandpa? <laughs> What do I look like? Some kind of thug? Oh, Herman, we've got to get him out of his cage tonight. Tomorrow they're shipping him off to the New York Zoo. Yeah, you got to get Grandpa. Some kids are always bragging about their grandpas in heaven. What are they going to say when I tell them my grandpa's in the zoo? (laughs) Herman, forget your scruples. Think with your heart. All right. All right, Lily, I'll go. And I'll get the big dummy. I'll ruin my vacation, spoil Eddie's good time. I'll go get him. But I'll tell you one thing. From now on, the most dangerous thing Grandpa's going to turn into is a one-way street. And then Herman gets up. He's stuck in the picnic table, and he destroys it. I shared this clip because it has possibly the best and the worst line in the entire episode. (laughs) The best is Eddie. Oh, yeah. Says, Kids are always bragging about their grandpas in heaven. <laughs> yeah, they're bragging about that. Constantly. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Your grandpa's dead? Yep. He's in <laughs> That's heaven. awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. cool. What are they going to think when I tell my grandpa's <laughs> in a zoo? I'm so jealous. Yeah. I love that. <clears throat> I love it. I think that's a great. And then that is good. Herman says, the most dangerous thing grandpa's going to turn into is a one way street. <laughs> I don't know what that means exactly. I don't get it. It must be something at the time. Right? Like, oh, that guy's a real one-way street. I don't also, know. You also have Lily saying, Herman, forget your scruples. Forget your That's... scruples. Think with your heart. Mm-hmm. I like that line as well. Yeah, there was a lot of good lines in that little clip yeah, there. One way, one-way street, though. The one-way street? Mm-hmm. Don't get it. Do so, like? Herman... Kind of thug? I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's... I, it's, it's also... the. It might be the second time where we've come back to a scene where the everything's getting rehashed mm-hmm. and, and then and we see a reaction right also herman really tries to lay on a guilt trip mm-hmm. fine i'll ruin my vacation <laughs> i'll ruin eddie's good time i'll go get that big dummy i'll go break the law yeah federal i will law. break the law only for you <laughs> dear wife that idiot <laughs> father of yours he can rot <laughs> that's a one-way street that's a one-way street yep. still don't get it 
And we cut to the ranger station. And wolf, the wolf is howling. Grandpa's out there howling. And the ranger goes, sounds almost human sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I like that line. Mm-hmm. It sure is. And they're wondering, they're like, you think that weird woman was associated with the weirdos from before? <laughs> like, oh, it's tourist season. You gotta get used to these weirdos. And then we cut to Herman. He's out back. He's looking for Grandpa. And he like knocks over a garbage can or just makes a bunch of noise. Mm-hmm. And then the Rangers are like, well, what is it? They go out the back door and they see Herman lumbering off. It looked like Bigfoot, kind of. It did, yes. And just and the Rangers are like, oh, I just want those park bears looking for food. He's a big <laughs> one. <laughs> so, you know, go get a dish pan or something to pound on to scare him off. Yeah, they're all big babies. Which, uh, mm-hmm. Like, okay, they don't know what they're getting into. I didn't know what was going to happen here. <laughs> I wish it would have been a Bigfoot thing. That would have been pretty funny. <laughs> yes. I think it might predate those big that Bigfoot photo, right? Oh, you might be right. Yeah. yeah. So Herman is breaking Grandpa out of the cage. He's literally ripping off the padlock, which I always enjoy. He opens the cage. Grandpa gives him some licks. And Herman's like, Grandpa, please. I don't remember what he says exactly. It's no time to get sloppy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then they're, they're just the pounding. It's, a, it's clearly a spoon on a pan. And Herman's like, what's that? <laughs> Herman gets scared. The ranger comes up. He grabs Grandpa and mm-hmm. then runs right through the picket fence that encloses the whole backyard area there. Oh, I love seeing Herman like scoop up that wolf and just hold it as he runs away. <laughs> That's amazing. Holds yep. like a football basically just takes off. Yep. Yep. And then we get uh whatever the I can't remember what it is, Haskell or whatever the was that his name? Haskell yeah. and uh, Haskell. Mr. something. Yeah. What's funny is Haskell is the last name of uh one of the the people from uh Leave it to Beaver. Yeah. Eddie Haskell. So anyway then Haskell, the, the main ranger, comes up. He's like, what happened? And then we get the retelling. Uh, I was there, you know, and then you see the bear. Yeah. And then he, you know, picked up the the wolf and left and ran to the <laughs> fence. And then we get the you're a drunk moment, which always happens when somebody explains Herman encounter. Mm-hmm. However, the dude was just with them like all night. <laughs> They've been in the yeah. same room. Yeah. Calls well, maybe he's got some. Maybe he's got some binoculars. Yeah, he must have. Binoculars. Oh, that's true. Because he's, also, oh, go ahead. Uh, the other thing was the other thing I was going to say. Besides this, is Fred Wynn. I mean, that's not a small dog that he's picking up. No, that's pretty good size, and he picks it up easily while he's in that like mm-hmm. crazy costume as well. That yeah. it's pretty impressive. Agreed. So after that, we cut to the monsters. They're at the camp listening to the radio again. Wolf was breaking news. Transylvanian wolf stolen by what Rangers thought was a bear, but now they think it's a man in a mask stopping all cars on the way out. I'm like, okay. Now we have more conflict as told to us by the radio. But the grandpa's still a damn wolf. He's not changing back. He doesn't know how to. He can't remember. So Eddie's sitting there petting grandpa. Herman's whatever, you know, wolf starts to whine and grandpa's, how do you know? <laughs> the wolf whines and then Herman's like, well, grandpa, how do I know if the food in the New York Zoo is any good? <laughs> grandpa's <laughs> accepting his fate. He's like, I'll yeah. just go. So Herman can communicate with the wolf, speaks wolf. Lily speaks wolf. I'm assuming Eddie speaks wolf. Mm-hmm. Right? And so mm-hmm. that means grandpa is in wolf form 
fully aware of what's going on and communicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make, makes sense. It and does, like, yeah. and at this point, I'm like, Jesus, I wish we knew what was going on with Spot <laughs> in Maryland. <laughs> yes. But we don't. Nope. Uh, Herman's like, just get in the car and lie down so I can think of some way to get you out of here. And then Eddie has a biscuit for Grandpa, which made me laugh. <laughs> and then you see Herman. He's clearly plotting and scheming. Yep. How could this go wrong? He, Herman's a genius. So he yeah. is. He is the smartest, <laughs> flat-headed monster man alive. Yep. Or dead, or whatever he is. So then we see the Rangers. They're checking cars. That's the fiftieth car we checked so far. No wolf. Then the monsters pull up. And then you see Herman. He's got his hat and glasses and hunter's gear on. Lily has a giant wolf. Uh, shawl, shawl yeah. around, um, around mm-hmm. her shoulders. It's the size of a Transylvanian wolf. Looks like a Transylvanian wolf. <laughs> is a Transylvanian wolf, but yep. because it's around her neck, is a shawl. Uh, the Rangers like, can we look at the car? And they're like, go right ahead. And the Rangers they find Eddie. And like Eddie says, hello, and then they're freaking and disappear- out. By and disappears immediately again. I'm like that's a kid. Well, not quite a wolf. But he does look wolfish at times. Uh, they don't see Grandpa anywhere. They didn't look in the casket. They're just like, well, they'll let that go. Mm, that is a prime time yeah, smuggling spot. Yeah, you'd there. think, like, what? That could fit a wolf. Nah, we won't look. <laughs> so they don't see Grandpa anywhere, so they let him go. And they're like, okay, monster drive off. And, but I think Herman says something like, thank you, or something like that, and kind of yes. giggles about it. I can't yes. remember exactly what it was. <laughs> Very but, smug. Yeah, very smug. Herman's like, I got my my genius monster brain has pulled another one off. And then so Grandpa's, they're like, oh, you can stop biting your tail, Grandpa. And then he gets down. So Grandpa responds to Grandpa, understands communication, communicate back and forth. You mm-hmm. just forget how to turn back into Grandpa. Yeah, yeah. He can't, say one, he can't say one of those cool like uh, incantation no, things when he's in wolf form. Yeah, yeah. Can I, can I just say, I think I prefer Grandpa like this, actually. As a wolf, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Less jerky. So, but then Grandpa starts walking around the front of the car, and he starts whining at Herman. And Herman's like, no, I'm not driving too fast. Stop being a front seat driver. <laughs> <laughs> then we come back from the break. And Lily's recapping the episode to Marilyn. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, oh, okay. And uh, Marilyn's like, oh, crazy things can happen on a picnic. I'm like, what the hell yeah. are you talking about? You weren't listening to the story at all, were you? <laughs> yeah, yeah and it, I guess. A picnic is, oh, let's take a basket and like a blanket and stuff and throw in the car and go. They took an uh, electric chair and a coffin and a bunch of tents and everything. Mm-hmm. So a little, little bit more than a picnic, Marilyn. They're gone for multiple days. Yep. And I guess the spot thing just was fine. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Like, oh, <laughs> we didn't even see spot. Marilyn sure. doesn't even bring up spot. Like, oh, Spot got a little gassy, or oh, Spot pooped <laughs> on the rug, and I had to clean it up. Mm-hmm. No, nothing. Uh, so Grandpa is in wolf form, and he's sitting in next to Marilyn, and Eddie is petting Grandpa, and Herman comes up from the dungeon, because we're back at the Monster House, uh, with Grandpa's de-wolfing potion. <laughs> of course. Of course they have this, yeah. Yeah. I like this because Herman says, I hope it works because he doesn't want to have to take grandpa out for a walk for the rest of his life. (laughs) And the wolf whines and Marilyn goes, well, what did he say? So Marilyn can't speak wolf. Everyone else can. Nope. 
And Herman says, he said, I'll drink to that. So Grandpa oh, gives him the boy. potion. And the wolf drinks it down. And then he nothing happens. And Herman's like, well, get on with it, old man. <laughs> then Kitty comes in the window. Grandpa sees Kitty, barks, and chases Kitty back out the window. Mm-hmm. So then Grandpa's chasing Kitty out the window, then into the wood, woodish area. It must be the yard there. It looks wooded. Um, and then Kitty run behind the bush, and Gram- the Grandpa, as a wolf, runs behind the bush as well. Kitty runs out on the upside of the bush, but then Grandpa changed back behind the bush. Convenient. Uh, <laughs> well done, camera trick. I, mm-hmm. Minimal, minimal cut notice right like yeah it was still obvious that they you know they obviously stopped the camera and restarted it right? uh but grandpa he changed back and he runs out from behind the bush on all fours which was uh, quite the visual weird image yeah yes but grandpa's still chasing on all fours and then he's like what what am i doing and then he's right in front of the monster's house luckily because the monsters run out and then grandpa says this is this this exchange ruined the episode for me. <laughs> oh no. Ruined it. As what usual. happened? One minute I'm out in the woods and the next minute I'm here chasing a cat. <laughs> what? He doesn't remember? You they had conversation. Yeah. <laughs> he was just was in wolf form. They literally yeah. just talked about this whole thing. <laughs> Grandpa had to tell Herman where to go to find the D wolf yeah. potion. He had to. He was excited to drink it. Yeah. Yeah. And Herman's like, well, let me tell you. And Lily says, no, no, no. Don't tell him. It's too awful. What an awful tale. <sighs> yeah. Had and to then break Herman says, some laws. Yeah. let's just say if you try a stunt like this again, your zip code will be the Central Park Zoo. Hmm. Credits. Now, uh, with with the exception of the logistics of like we've been talking to you as a wolf this whole time, and now you don't, rem- and you're claiming you don't remember anything, that your zip code will be the Central Park Zoo is actually not a bad finishing line. Yeah, not a bad finishing. The line. best finishing joke I think they have done so far. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, the the previous thirty seconds <laughs> sucked all of my ability oh. to laugh out of my body. <laughs> That was so dumb. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Why? There's like no plot reason for him to forget. No. Like, just have him remember. That's fine. <laughs> like, what difference does it make? Yeah. He could have said, oh, thank good." They, they could have done anything there that said, oh, thank goodness. I thought yeah. I was going to be a wolf for the rest of my life. And then oh. Herman could have said, oh, if you were, then your your new zip code would have been the Central Park Zoo. Perfect. Yep. That yeah. works fine. Yeah. Yeah. But no, mm. he has to play dumb. Oh, what happened? I'm so unaware of what happened, even though I was communicating with everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. You know, and this is a, I was really hoping that they had like just taken the wrong animal home. Like, yes, it wasn't <laughs> grandpa <laughs> the whole time. That was what I was really hoping. <laughs> grandpa was going to show up at the end and be like, guys, you left me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly what I was hoping for. And that's, I was going to say that is something that kind of bothered me. Uh, in this episode, was that like that wasn't the payoff of? Mm-hmm. It was just they, they're talking wolf this, that they yeah. could speak wolf. Yeah, with. they're talking to sure. it. They think that they're, or even they just, I guess, think they're conversating with it, and and you know, some sort of responses, and they're just 
saying whatever back. <laughs> but then, like, when, when they do, like, yeah, they get home and, like. Grandpa's sitting on the couch reading the paper. Yeah. Uh, well, like, or like, no, like when it when um when it runs out after after the cat, mm-hmm. and they all go run outside, like they could show it run by, and like Grandpa just standing there, like, when did we get a you know when did we get a dog or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Like Grandpa, where have you been? I was hoping they had the wolf was like tricking them because he wanted to be free, and he was like just playing along with what they were saying. Oh, I, I didn't know. think of these twists, and I love that idea. Mm-hmm. I love that it's yeah. the wrong wolf. I, I like the idea of them coming home and like, okay, let's get Grandpa back into Grandpa form. And then there's Grandpa. You're going to do what to who now? And yeah. he's just sitting there reading the paper. <laughs> yes. Marilyn, him and Marilyn playing checkers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, but, I got tired and came home. The whole thing that they like, um, that they kept talking to the wolf. I was like, all right, well, we can't, you can't really go with, oh, that's not really Grandpa anymore. Um, you know, or, or, it, or, you know, oh, they could do it where they were talking and it's giving an answer and stuff like that. And then it keeps running off. Like when grandpa's like, you guys left me or like that, then he could be like, well, then who was that? And that would be a great ending as well there, I guess. But uh, yeah, the, Terry, I'm glad you and I both thought the, the same thing on that. Yeah. I wish I would be perfect because, because even then it could have been the wolf that grandpa went and run around with and grandpa would have just told him stories. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then that wolf, I'm yeah. like, Oh, that's a sweet life. And I guess shows you, that. yeah, like the hooligan wolf, you know, that he's the boys he's they're always complaining about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. so this wolf's yeah. a trick. That's guy. like a classic sitcom thing, too, where like one person tries to pretend to be another person because they think their life is sweet or whatever, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that could have worked there. Oh, well, oh, well, yeah, instead, well, that was gonna have uh, amnesia and forget all about it. Yeah, yeah, that was whack. All right, so that was season one, episode 16, Grandpa's Call of the Wild. I think we got the gist, but what do you guys think? Uh, overall, not a horrible episode. I mean, they they got to go out uh, out of the house and do stuff, um, and not just like go like looking for grandpa or some small like little task over to like the neighbor's house or something. Like they go out for a decent amount of time. Now they go to a place where they don't really have to run into very many people, so that it doesn't. Like really impact like you know or like people worrying too much about like seeing Herman out there you know walking around, um, you know the 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 forest area and stuff like that. But overall, not bad. It's got some good stuff in it here and there. That and a couple like stinker lions and everything, but not awful. Mm. Yeah. If you start thinking about the fact that we could have had a the the like a B storyline of Marilyn and Spot, or that it. Maybe that wasn't Grandpa the whole time type thing. Maybe that weakens it a little bit, but not not horrible. Also, we just watched Mini Monsters, so l- low bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Keep in mind what I'm about to say uh-huh. that we just watched Mini Monsters <laughs> last week, so my palate has been like it's yeah the lowest bar. Just coming back from that, this is probably one of my favorite episodes so far. Mm-hmm. This is I thought it was pretty funny. There's actually a lot of jokes in here that made me laugh. The whole like um, Lily going into the park ranger's office and. That's my dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> oh, that was pretty good, you know. I just like seeing you have them outside doing something totally different than what we've seen before. This is like a kind of a unique situation, although Grandpa does run away again. So I mean, whatever. That's just gonna happen. I think. I think I've accepted that. But yeah, Herman. Herman seems to be in, a natural in the woods as well. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, he can set up the tent easily. He's mm-hmm. good at fishing, even if he's not catching actual fish. He's got so much other stuff. Yeah. Um. 
I guess more than you would think that just a Frankenstein's monster who works at a funeral parlor would <laughs> would be. He's just like in his element there. He's, mm-hmm. he's having the time of his life. He's giggling to himself. Yeah, like he's. I like seeing Herman in the element, and I like seeing everybody else out here too. So I, I actually quite like this one. It didn't yeah. quite stick the landing, though. I would say, yeah. No, I, I I did like this episode quite a bit. There were lots of things that I didn't that could have ruined it for me, and I think that last like the amnesia thing brought it down from being my favorite episode um, because I really enjoy when Herman and the Munsters are trying to do normal things mm-hmm. but Munstered up right yes. like I, en- I enjoy those when it's the other way around when normal's trying to come into the Munster world not as much of a fan of but when Munsters are trying to go into the normal world that's the stuff I enjoy so like like the like the the, the school science fair like you know like mm-hmm. uh uh yeah herman in the wrestling world was okay like uh out on the town and then there's lester uh, mm-hmm. even the one where grandpa leaves and they go to that club i like the club right like yeah. i like yeah. them in that area and that's near so this is this is that in spades i'm cool mm-hmm. with this and they have Herman all dressed up so he doesn't look as grotesque, right? So <laughs> yes. nobody freaks out when they see him and they just think it's a big guy with a weird hat and a skin mm-hmm. condition, right? Yeah, um, and I, I love it when we get a new like Herman outfit when he like decks out and mm-hmm. something totally different. I, yeah. I like that. Herman pulling the tree out of the ground, Herman doing the crazy 25-minute fishing cast. <laughs> you know, those things make me chuckle. I like those. And I'm able to like overlook the I'm already suspending my disbelief, you know. So yeah. the fishing lure landing in the fish pan, fine, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> like, like that's a 100%. That's like a Steph Curry from 70 feet turning his head and it goes in sort of situation, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, for for a basketball reference, uh, <laughs> that's that's 100% what that is. And the, but I'm cool with it, right? All that stuff happens. But then the grandpa, uh, even the grandpa, and being a Transylvania wolf. And the silly radio communique to progress the plot, those sorts of things. Yeah, that that's fine, right? It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a dumb sitcom, but Grandpa then being stupid. What happened? I was Ugh. a, I was an old werewolf possessed. Like how, that means that means every time he turns into an animal, he doesn't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he turns that's into true. an animal quite a bit. That's true. So yeah, but he never comes out of it going like, "Huh, what was yeah. I doing?" Yeah, and it's clearly it has to be a conscious effort to turn back out of animal into human form or yeah. into grandpa form. And when he turns into that dog and tries to kill that dude, he's like, "Oh, dang it!" That would the be context. the time where you'd be like, "What happened?" Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. your you attempt at excuse. murder failed, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, say he complains about his contacts. Uh, yeah, how many will do since I started using my contacts? Mm-hmm. For me, I didn't say lofty 7.6 at the beginning. I think it's mid-7s is about where this one sits right for me, I think. It could yeah, have been I an agree. 8. It could have really been an 8 uh, if it weren't for those few things. And it would have been a 9 if they would have had a, the the Maryland spot oh, yeah. subplot thrown in there. Wow. They, they could have figured out how to shoehorn it in. They could have easily trimmed up a lot of the stuff in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Made it a little bit neater, a bit more uh, smooth. Uh, but whatever. We're there. Uh, nice. So what 
would have broke the babysitter. Uh, I think I think the fact that they brought the uh, electric chair with mm. like mm-hmm. she'd been like, "What the fuck are you doing with this?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like I thought the thing was bolted to the ground. <laughs> yeah, like it, I, does he? He keeps moving it around too, doesn't he? Because like it's there by itself, but then he moves it by the fire pit at some point, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. like I, this is the weirdest thing for you guys to pack here. I, I, she's like, I'm accepting that Eddie sleeps in the coffin and that, you know, anything else that's going on, Herman's able to push all the tent pins in with his hands, his finger, really. Uh, but, man, you guys brought Grandpa's chair. It's not even a folding chair or something. It's just an electric chair. It's stupid. Big giant electric chair. Yep. Yeah. I think it's when uh, she sees Grandpa crawling on all fours, and she's just kind of like <laughs> the, the imagery there—that just him like in a feral state, like going yeah. after a cat. And he was still kind of in that mood, you know. He was still kind of chasing the cat for a bit there. He took him a second to realize mm-hmm. he was man again. Yeah. I think she's just like, "Is it all that? Is that all it takes for Grandpa just to snap and become some sort of feral beast? He just has yeah. to be a wolf for a couple of days." Like, yep, wolf uh, chase the cat. Also, another great ending would have been uh, like he runs. They show the cat run through there, and then he goes running through there as the dog, and like the other end, like pops out with like him, like <laughs> like maybe like about to bite into the cat, <laughs> like he caught it and is about like as it's like pinned down, and but now he's a guy and he's like he's back to being crampy. Oh. He's like, uh, what happened? Ooh. And then the cat claws out his eyes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, not that far. So, I was gonna say that that visual of Grandpa on all fours running from behind that bush <laughs> was uh, almost as startling as seeing the uh, like the 30th anniversary of the Exorcist recut with the Reagan <laughs> crab walk coming down the stairs. It was. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's that same level of like, holy shit! <laughs> like, oh my god, it's terrible, horrifying. Oh, yeah, or it also ranks up there as an Exorcist three when that uh, oh, that little old lady is crawling on the ceiling across. Oh the God! Yeah, and that like uh, nun, murder nun goes flying by. Jesus. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, like those yep. two moments in that movie. That movie not particularly good. Those Waxed. two moments outstanding. That's a great um, film. How dare you? What's that? So that was a great film, but that's all right. Really? I haven't seen it in a long time, and those are the only two things I remember. So maybe it was a good movie, but if that's all I can remember, then it kind yeah, of ranks yeah. up there as a... I don't know. But that Fair little enough. lady scuttling across the ceiling. Holy shit, I remember seeing that the first time. <laughs> I was like, almost fell out of my chair. Uh, yeah, so for me, the babysitter breaks. Uh, when Herman... Rips the tree out of the ground. <laughs> okay. Because it's just a sheer display of raw power. <laughs> right? Yeah. The, yeah. It is, you know, we talked with the mini monsters, how the the guys, you got all this power just blow up the earth. Yes. It's kind of what Herman has the capabilities of doing. Not necessarily mm-hmm. blowing the earth, but just taking control of the earth. Right, just marching across yes. the globe, destroying. If you can unroot a redwood tree <laughs> with your bare hands and then carry it around for the next three minutes and then replant it, boy, you got something there. That's a scary amount of power. Yeah. yeah. So up until then, the babysitter, she's on the camping trip with him. 
Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't she be? She's the damn babysitter. Eddie's there. Mm-hmm. So she's there and just off camera, as always. <laughs> sitting there. And then, and she, you know, Lily says that the gloom, and she's like, okay, Lily, we get it. Uh, but then Herman is like, I'll fix it. And he rips that tree out of the ground. And that's the moment where she became frightened of Herman. <laughs> Up until then, she's just like, oh, he's a lovable oaf, big guy. Looks like a Frankenstein's monster. Yes. I'm cool with him. But the moment he did that, that is just such an intense, raw display of, of you know, earth-destroying mm-hmm. capabilities. The sheer casualness of it, too. Yeah. All right, yeah and he go. doesn't even break a sweat. Mm-hmm. Like, no. And, and he does it in such a way that's gentle enough to not even disturb the birds in the trees. You're right. Wow, he's got such control over he's it. He's got yeah. real control. You'd think like it would be like a real effort to get it out, and then you'd have a hard time keeping it upright. Not yeah. him. Because no. he's holding it at the bottom 1% of the tree. That <laughs> yeah. means 99% of that tree's weight is coming straight up, and he's able to keep it perpendicular. Mm-hmm. Just devastating. Yeah. The more I think about it, it might start breaking my mind a little bit. I don't mm-hmm. like thinking about that. <laughs> oh, there it is. Season 1, episode 16, Grandpa's Call of the Wild. The first episode from 1965. Oh, man. And it starts It starts the new half decade off on the right foot, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Starts off right, we are the best episode of the year that year. Yep, yeah, so for so sure. At the top, it, it's like when a movie comes out on January 3. And yeah. it's a, some shitty action movie that just got mm-hmm. pushed back. They're like, best movie of the year. And like, well, the year's three days old, you yes. piece of shit. You're doing that on purpose. And I don't even think it's tongue in cheek. I think you're being in uh, literally, uh, uh, you know, like very intentional with that. Mm-hmm. Tricky. Right. Yeah. So Keith's right. Best Munsters episode of the 1965 year so far. Mm-hmm. All right. And we're also at the uh, geographical center point. Of the season, first season, so good news. We're in Kansas. <laughs> yep. Well, there's a Kansas City wolf. You see him running by, or it's a police <laughs> dog, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I wonder if they knew that when they were thinking about that. Mm-hmm. This I is think the they geographical were... center of the season. <laughs> that's, I think that's why they Make brought a it up. Kansas City reference. It makes that joke a lot more, yeah, it makes more yeah. sense now. All right. Hey, Keith. Yeah. What kind of interesting, fun stuff you got for the people that are clamoring for more keith oh boy uh well obviously the pop-up film cast uh summer tour is continuing on uh and also starting uh july 4th that was great wasn't it is back with a uh, quick summer run we are celebrating america the best way we can monster trucks bigfoot and the monster machines uh chris green is joining me for the entire run of that series um so check that out now, can I say when you started to say when you, when you said Chris Green, I mm-hmm. thought you were going to say Chris Kringle for some reason. <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, you got Santa joining you? That's pretty. Yeah, it's it's month off in the summer, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, it's July. It's Christmas in July. I can't be taking that month yeah. off. Um, well, only at Coles. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's not as busy. He's not nearly as busy in July. So. Yeah. He's got plenty of time to talk about Bigfoot and the monster, <laughs> yeah. and some madness or whatever it is. All right. Well, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I really wish it was Chris Kringle. <laughs> Not that it gets Toph. I love Toph, but man, yeah. Chris Kringle is hard left that I would not have expected. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the next uh, summer season. Yep. of <laughs> That was great. Yeah. All right, Terry, what do you got on tap? 
Well, we're I'm still doing Run the Real, the movie podcast. I uh, believe we are actually going to be talking about Akira Kurosawa. I think I've said that a couple times, but uh-huh. I think those episodes are finally going to be starting to come out. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be exciting, doing Seven Samurai. Uh, we do a movie called Dreams that's from, like, 1990, one of his later movies. Kind of mm. weird, but interesting to see. It's a pretty big jump from, the, like, in the 50s to the, the 90s. So. Hell, yeah, it is. Yeah. Do all sorts of stuff with the series, so yeah, check it out if you're interested. It's it's been a pretty fun series so far. Wow, there you go. Tune in your old radio. You're like, oh, I'm surprised I get uh, <laughs> yes. Breaking like it's news. a radio. It's not like it's not a cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. Radio, radio waves go pretty far, mm-hmm. Eddie. But yeah, you loud. tune in. <laughs> like, welcome to Run the Reel. Yeah, that's right. Or Run the Reels, depending on which universe you're in. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. The dark universe. The dark universe. <laughs> the dark podcast universe. Ugh, where Joe Rogan is polite and helpful. <laughs> and run the reels. Run the reels. All right. And then for me, I'll give you a guess. It starts with an N, ends with a G, and it has a big uthin in the middle. <laughs> Nothing. Oh. Uh, and that's fine. I like it that way. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, I mean, you got so much on your plate with this these monsters, you know. Like, yeah, the, the yeah, and the monsters just consume so much of my life. I spent mm-hmm. way too much time doing AI generated monster art. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> For what reason? I didn't. I don't even. There's a point where I'm like, why did I type in Herman Munster? <laughs> well, hold on. Why? I can't remember what her name is now. Uh. Why did I type in Herman Munster kissing Morticia Adams? <laughs> Why did I type that in? I did. I wanted to do it just to see what it would come up with. Nothing good. But then I typed in uh, Joe Buck kissing Troy Aikman, and that made me laugh. Because... <laughs> There's a lot of kissing in these. Uh... Yeah. Well, I got like a, I like got a kick. I'd see something else that somebody would post on Twitter. I'm like, Yo. oh. I need to come up with these weird combinations of people doing things. <laughs> and I always thought that uh, there was a lot of tension between Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. So I got it, it produced one good one, but I had nothing worth sharing. Uh, all right. Yeah. I like oh, the one oh. of Herman riding the horse. That was Yeah. Cool. It's yeah. got like four heads. <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh, it's like one of the, it's like a depiction of the angel from the book of revelations. <laughs> yes. It is. Yeah. Not monster related, but I, I also enjoyed your, uh, Golden Girls as Jedi. Gold Girls as Jedi. Yeah. I think the best thing about those are the thumbs because when you look at the thumb, you're like, boy, that looks exactly what I wanted. And when you zoom in, it's like this ghostly image of like hollowed out eyes and like, uh, <laughs> like it, it looks like a, a mouth like in various states of decay and lips are peeling back and teeth are exposed. And you're like, what what horrific Guillermo del Tormo creature have I conjured up? <laughs> um uh, uh, but yeah. Anyway, way too much time doing that this last week. Uh, uh, and it almost made me forget that uh, you know we gotta like close this episode out with uh, words. Oh, ingenuity, yeah. intelligence. No, oh, no. <laughs> Wait, what? Are you serious? It's not intelligence next. No. Oh, imagination. There you it's go. Imagination. Intelligence is the last thing that matters. Yeah, uh, not for they, me. They do not work. They have no dominion over us. Because we are the monster hunters, and it is always, always hunting, hunting season. season.
everybody knows in the second life we all come back sooner or later as anything from a pussy cat to a man-eating alligator the way you all may think my story is more fiction than it's fact but believe it or not my mother did decided she'd come back as a call she's a very own riding star a 1928 port that's my mother did she helps me through everything i do and i'm so glad she's here i'm my mother the car i'm my mother the car 